Welcome to another episode of TBI Talks Tech. I'm Eric Hill, sales trainer with TBI, and along with me today is Dave Polakowski, operations trainer here at TBI, and today we have a very special guest joining us for the second time on the podcast. It is Senior Director of Sales Operations at TBI. It's Brian Reynolds. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a repeat guest officially. Have you had repeat guests before, or am I the first? I think we have. I think uh, Jim Bowers oh, maybe has been on twice, or maybe it was oh, okay. Romeo, one of the Bowers engineers. On one of the so, engineers got someone. on twice. Yeah. Well, you know the engineers well, are like, I be haven't anybody. been on. And we're like, you've been on. And they're like, well, right. get me back on. <laughs> it's like, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, so the last time, as we spoke about having you, you talked about humanizing the customer experience, right? So mm-hmm. um, that was about two months after the pandemic broke out. So you know, we're kind of, at the moment, in a similar spot, but kind of on on the other side of the parabola or the curve. So, you know, with some of the hindsight into last year's lockdown, how do you predict providing a human customer experience will continue to impact business moving forward? We certainly learned a lot. Really, we're able to connect with ourselves and, and what everything's all about and all that time. I guess in respect to your question, the virtual collaboration, I think, will never, ever go away now. I can remember from before the pandemic that if we had like a virtual meeting, no one was on video or they just called in and they were a voice from a phone in the middle of the room, right? Now, everybody is on video. And if you're not on video, like we're on video right now. And like I started not on video for this recording and then felt weird and got on video. So here we are on video now. But if you're not on video, you're weird and you're almost like called out for it. The obvious revelation here, though, is that business will now not be limited to location at all. I mean, I always use the entertainment industry as kind of a benchmark of how to deliver service because they're very limited in how they deliver what it is they deliver, right? You can now see blockbuster movies from your couch the day that they come out or the same day that they come out in theaters. So that kind of has to be the benchmark of how to deliver services. Like I said, remote work is a thing. And like I said, it's it's here to stay. And I would imagine that many businesses eyes were opened during that time to say hey we don't we don't need brick and mortar anymore which in turn is going to make the job market now even more competitive and put a squeeze on commercial real estate but this is an opportunity for partners to seize on the quote unquote work from anywhere technology solutions that they can now offer their customers i'll let you know you decide what the future implications of that will be but needless to say the business landscape is forever changed and the industry we're in has I think advanced several years in just a couple months. And I think when we can work from anywhere, that means you can also consume services from anywhere as well. Like the example you're giving of the entertainment industry now releasing new movies on HBO and Disney the same day they're in theaters, it gives it gives the consumer a more intimate experience. And and I think intimacy, I think human, right? And human is TBI's word of the year. And really all the partners out there, you guys are our customers. So we're focused on providing you a more human partner experience, but what does that word human really meant to the operations team this year, Brian? You know, it honestly wasn't a big transition because that was kind of how we approached it. Like we're, I think one of, we're we're one of the bigger departments of the company, right? And we interface a lot with humans, whether that's with customers, whether that's with partners, whether that's with vendors, there's always a human on the other side that we're interacting with. So we wanted to push that a little bit further. So for us, it was really more about taking a deeper look at how we interact with each other. Like I said, our partners, our customers, um, our providers, 
the distance never really played any part in what we were doing, right? We were still interacting over the phone, messages, email. But like I said, it was taking a deeper look at how we interact with each other and how those interactions impact the value and the purpose that we bring to our deliverable. And and how how ultimately then would you say TBI's people have become a competitive advantage and differentiator? There's just some things that a computer script just can't give you when interacting. Automation is great, but there is still that social interaction that adds so many layers and nuances to the experience that you know apps and web portals and artificial intelligence just can't bring yet. I mean, even the most advanced computer chips or processors can't compete with the uh, you know emotional and spiritual intelligence that humans have. And that is the innovation that continues to renew, in my opinion. Computers and process don't adapt, but humans adapt. So in my opinion, that is our competitive advantage, is being able to adapt so quickly, not necessarily to the technology, but to you know how we impact things socially, how we impact things culturally, um, and our people are on the forefront of that. As another member of the operations team, I would say that I, I could really echo that sentiment. And really, you know, one thing that was really interesting was when we transitioned from, you know, in office to work from anywhere, it was, I would almost say, oddly seamless because, you know, you kind of expect <laughs> with such a big transition from bringing all these people in office to have to work at home. I mean, forced to work at home, right? Or work from anywhere, I guess. But yeah, that transition was actually very smooth. And I think a lot of that has to do with, again, like you said, the way we approach things. And also there just isn't that AI yet, as you succinctly put it, that's going to replace completely the human experience. So yeah, I, I couldn't agree more as uh, you know someone who's kind of been you know working directly with operations and kind of going through that. So so human, right? The word to me means including and listening to different viewpoints, right? So both internally and externally. So talk to us a little bit about what diversity means in your life, and then I guess how it translates to business. Yeah, you know, diversity is very important. I mean, obviously, right? In my opinion, diverse, you know friend group, workforce, whatever inspires diverse thought. And that, you know, translates directly into business. Our customers come from many, many different viewpoints, many different backgrounds, beliefs, religions, values, so on and so forth. They don't look one specific way. They don't act one specific way. They don't all believe one specific thing or have the same set of values, you know. So we need to celebrate that and we need to embrace that and approach each individual as an individual. You know, listening to what their goals are, listening to what their fears are, and then using that as a platform to grow. That's what I think it means in business anyway. I think listening is that key word there, right? We really need to just kind of, you know, step back and take some information from other people instead of kind of formulating our own opinions all the time necessarily. So one thing I wanted to ask, and I have a feeling how you're going to answer this, but in your opinion, is there more room for empathy and compassion in business? And if so, can you help us dispel the myth that it'll eat into the bottom line rather than improve it? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously the answer is 100% from me. Um, I that, knew it. Yes. <laughs> yes, you knew it. You called it. You know, absolutely everyone was impacted in some way in the past year. 
And that opened up a lot of eyes to a lot of people, right? Having more compassion and understanding, taking a more inclusive approach to your customers and employees, that will only result in them feeling more comfortable with you and putting more trust in you and your business, right? Customers are absolutely going to understand the benefits of your quote unquote value add, the thing you do for them in the business, the problem that you solve, but they are now especially the quote unquote new, uh, you know, woke decision makers, the new customers, they're going to be looking for something a little bit deeper. You know, what is your purpose? How are you giving back to society? How are you, how are you advancing society? How are you making society better? And that's where the compassion sort of comes in. Absolutely. And I, th- I think all of our agents out there, you know, they have compassion for their customers, just like we do for them. But like the rest of us, we can all get on a hamster wheel. You know, we have, we're in sales, you know, we have end of month, we all have quota. So agents out there who are are hearing this and they're thinking to themselves, well, you know what, I I could inject a little bit more of that human approach into my process and and my organization. Where, Where can they start with employees, with customers? What would you recommend? Honestly, I would say everywhere, but specifically with customers, I would say start with listening. Um, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, but start with listening, which, you know, it's a valuable skill and it's like, oh, duh, like, why wouldn't I listen? But, you know, your customers are not all the same, not just only in their business. And that's where you have to start really listening, not just to what their business concerns are, but what their personal concerns are, what their personal fears are. And that's how you can really make an impact. They are going to want to be your customers in an environment where they feel, com- feel comfortable, where they feel trusted, where they feel that they can trust you. They don't want to come into a situation where there might be questions about morals or they might not feel any type of connection with you. I uh, wrote an article for Brainyard once, which is uh, Oracle's editorial arm, where I said that you need to treat customers as partners instead of customers. Blur that line. The customer experience, which you know we now call the human experience here at TBI, goes way past a transactional type of relationship. Many of you out there might be saying, duh, to that. But if you were really to peel the layers back and look at what your relationship is with your customers, you might find some holes in it. It's definitely a holistic approach now. You need to take a long, hard look at what your value is that you bring But also, like I said earlier, what is your purpose? How are you advancing the industry? How are you advancing society as a whole? How can you and your customers together drive toward that purpose together? Your customers will work with you if they believe in your purpose, and they will want to help you with that purpose, Mm -hmm. which in turn makes everybody more successful. Mm-hmm. You're you're absolutely right. Something I've I've been thinking more about recently is like we have so many agents who sell based on relationships, right? They have great relationships with customers and those translate into sales. And I think in today's environment where the the buyers are more educated than ever. You know, they're doing their homework before you're able to to influence them, right? It's it's more so like the relationship is the reward for a successful sale and providing value. The relationship is what results, whereas before you had to have the relationship first. Yes, 
absolutely 100 percent hit the nail on the head with this human campaign we have at tbi are there any kind of current ops initiatives around this campaign that we're looking at well specifically kind of what i talked about earlier is we're taking a deeper look at what our interactions mean and what the outcome to those interactions are the good thing about all of this is that my managers that work under me the the people development approach that we take already kind of uses this human approach philosophy. So, I mean, it was kind of already ingrained in all that we were doing. But the big thing we did this year, and Dave, you you were a big part of this, is we created a very comprehensive experience training so that our team could help connect further to our partners and customers and develop that deep understanding of why we do things the way we do, how we interact, how we are impacting the partner and customer experience, finding a deeper understanding and a deeper purpose to what it is that we do. And again, how we impact not just on the business front, but to the people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis. AI is getting pretty good, but I haven't haven't seen it find a deeper understanding quite yet in the voice-to-text transcriptions. Not yet. Not yet. You just wait. Yeah. Give it a couple yeah, of years. <laughs> I, I mean, at, at the end of the day, right, I think the, the overarching message is TBI can engage with you on how to transform your business and take a different customer approach as well. Talk to your channel manager. Brian is a partner resource. We have uh, uh, another sales trainer now who comes from Miller Hyman, Dale Carnegie. He can get involved and help you pick apart your sales process versus what you want to marry it to next and how you want to grow and evolve your business. And before I let you go, Brian, what is something, I guess, that you're looking forward to doing now that vaccines are kind of on the up and up and we're starting to come out of our shells, so to speak? Yeah, so Chicago has so many great restaurants, coffee shops. (laughs) I am very, very much looking forward to visiting and eating and going with friends and family to all of those restaurants and being just among people, you know, the the chefs, the wait staff, everything. I love going to restaurants, so I'm very much looking forward to being able to do that again. No shortage of those in Chicago, that's for sure. Yeah, we went out to... You eat. thought I was going to say sporting events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know how much you love your sports ball, Brian. Yep, so yeah, love so those sports. I thought you were going to say, yeah, I hit up a couple Cubs games or... Uh... <laughs> we went out for the first time to eat like last week and, you know, it was a nice meal. I had like meatloaf and Brussels sprouts and potatoes. And it's not like my wife can't cook like that, but we don't have time. The best part of it though was like we pay, we get up and leave and it's like, cool, I don't have to clean up the mess and like yeah. sweep all my toddler's food off the floor. This is yes, great. That is the best part. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, honestly, it's Absolutely. even nice just kind of walking by some of these places and just seeing people. Like, I remember the first time I walked by, I was walking down the block and I saw this restaurant um, right at the corner and just seeing people outside sitting and talking and wait staff and all that stuff, just it just felt so much more normal than this thing, which was basically vacant for, you know, like a year and a half. So all feels new and exciting. Really appreciate the insight, Brian, and spending some time with us. But again, all the agents out there, you want to get engaged and talk more about what TBI is doing to humanize the, the customer experience for you and how that can translate through to your customers. We're ready when you are. We'll see you next time on TBI Talks Tech.